What's good, beautiful people? This is your boy Clay Hodges, and I'm sitting here with two beautiful people. Who we got here? Who we got here? Freddie. <laughs> my, my name is Freddie. My name is Freddie. It's Corey Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> this is Corey Ellison Antonio. Oh, Corey Antonio. Know your name, bro. Freddie Ellison Jr. Fred. <laughs> Gotta add Freddie in it now. <sighs> Which name we call you? Just <sighs> call me Freddie, man. Just call you Freddie. Streets call me Freddie. Freddie. Call you Freddie. And if you could hear the sound of my voice, just say y'all in the salon. Y'all. Y'all. Boy, I ain't playing with on. And this is the Be Good to You podcast, powered by the Be Good to You Foundation. Let's let's dive into that real quick. The Be Good to You Foundation, ladies and gentlemen, is something that my two good friends and I put our brains together to create because we wanted to make an impact in our city and the world. And we also just wanted to break the mold of people's idea of how a nonprofit should look and how it should be ran and the, how the people who represent it look because we are people of the people i like that we people of the people and we using our talents and our resources to make a difference and to just encourage people to be good to themselves um yana brought up an interesting point before we, we really got into the record and she was asking us like what have we been doing to be good to ourselves and what does it mean to us and if if I don't mind, I, I feel like we should like talk about it again. Um, whoever want to start off, Yana, you pop it off. Ladies first, you okay, know. Okay, okay, I respect it. I respect it. So, first, you said the first question was, "What is being good to me?" Yeah, what is being good to you? What does it mean to you? And what what do you do to be good to yourself? What did you do today? You want to put it how you put it? Okay, okay. Yeah. So, being good to you in general means just being good to your inner thoughts. You know, your mental health being good to you know checking you know we we put gas in our car we charge our phones are we doing the same thing for ourselves mm. you know um and when you look at it like that you have you have to answer that question it's either a yes or a no um for me to, this morning i went and worked out i went to the gym and that's big for me because i have not worked out in a long time i'm just be honest and i'm not a morning person so i went this morning and i did that and i felt amazing i didn't go to starbucks today straight up i love starbucks like i should have stock by this point i should actually have like a percentage you should there, yeah that's on the way i'm that's that's in the universe um but being good to me look like just going to the gym working out spending time with friends um staying off my phone you know not mm. answering every phone call right right you know just being intentional today you know that was the gist of my day so that's how i was good to myself today and i'm still being good to myself because i'm around great-minded individuals if we talk about some good great stuff so that's another way dialogue what are you taking in that's the way i'm good yeah. to myself i i push back a lot of things that i don't need to ingest so mm, that's yeah. real right there thank you, diet thank is you. important and dieting just what you're eating yeah. is what you're watching what you're being around what you're exposing yourself to now that's beautiful man what about you freddie um, being good to me. Um, I think, I think, I, I got a problem with like overextending myself. Mm. So, and just um occupying most of my time than I actually can give. Right. So, 
and it's with like friends and family and it's sad because you know i really don't even spend too much time with my family unless like they need me like for real like if somebody's mm. sick or right. i'm like helping somebody but like i don't really sit down just to kick it like that no more I mean, I do sometimes with my cousins, but, like, the older people, I really don't. So, I feel like spending more time with family and just kind of, like, less extending myself to, like, friends. Mm-hmm. Because I get it now. Like, my friends is my foundation away from my family. Right. But it's time to kind of pull back. Right, right. just kind of, you know. Get at yourself, get man. Get better with my family. Like, what, yeah. y'all been go- what y'all had going on, you know, what I've been doing. Just yeah. stuff like that. No, I so feel that, bro. I feel like being good to me now is just doing what I feel like was good. So just like going to see family, eating good. Right. Not like Yana good, but. What does that mean? But Yana be eating good. For those who don't know, she is the queen of brunch and lunch. Oh, yes. The oh, queen yes. That of was brunch and like lunch. So that was like. That's a compliment. You agree, too? Oh, yeah. You agree? Yeah, you oh, yeah. are. Like you always going the the, the <laughs> great top gra- top crab in China wall. Look, Y'all tell me. You come on now. Look here. That now, sounds disgusting. Let me tell y'all That's something. Amazing. <laughs> I am the minister of food because those who don't know I have a television show called Fat Vegan. I am the self-proclaimed minister of food. I like that. And I'm telling you, I know good food when I see food. Even though I'm plant-based, I I don't you know I I, I admit it because I used to eat. You know what I'm saying? I still eat. Yana be eating good. She be going to all the best types of restaurants. So she's the queen of lunch and brunch. But I'll take it. For me, she what I did to be good to me, like so like I have a a weird relationship with food. Like it's crazy because I got this television show where I'm eating food all day. But in real life, sometimes I use food as a drug. You know, like when I'm going through something, I would use it. To distract me from how I feel to make me feel better so I get itis and go to sleep and I have to deal with it and like being good to me at this point is like developing a healthy relationship with food and not using it as a drug and just getting back to using it for nourishment um because when I first went plant-based that's what I really did like I didn't make food or have food because of how it tastes I did it because of how it made my body feel but now that I've gotten into cooking and I'm doing a television show I know that there's a way to have that balance, you know, where I can still have stuff that tastes good and still good for me. And I just could develop that healthy balance. So that's what being good to me means right now. Just really working on my health and my relationship with food. Um, and I'm just excited. I'm excited about this, this opportunity, because not only like we're discussing and we're talking about different things, like we're friends, too, in real life. So it's like, you know, we... Y'all can hold me accountable if y'all need to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I think I Yeah, I, think I, I, think, I feel like y'all, I get on y'all nerves. No, sure really? I yeah, I know this is off topic, but like holding each other accountable, can y'all do that more for me? But like, you I don't feel get like on my nerves. On, I feel like I get on y'all nerves. You know what? Get out your head. I'm going to hold you accountable. Get out your head. Okay. Get out. And matter of fact, you know what? Get back in for a second because I know you got something for us. I do. What I you do. Got? See how you, he just held me accountable? I love that. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so, yes, they, they have bragged on me about brunch and munch. Never heard those two words together before. 
um but i'll take it so um outside of that i'm excited to announce vernacular with ayana salah um so for those who may not be privy to vernacular we use it all the time it's just our verbiage our word usage stuff like that so the first ever vernacular with the yana salah the word is dilapidated oh do you all know just by hearing what that's how that sounds like just say give again. me okay dilapidated hold on say it with some more air on your voice dilapidated 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 it sounds like something is good. Good? Delicious. Delicious. What about you? What, you? what you picking up on? Dilapidated. It's a sexy word. What comes to mind? Dilapidated. Nothing. It sounds it sound a little trendy. Trendy? Dilapidated. Yeah. Okay, so dilapidated for, uh, I'm pretty, every time I give a word, I'm never going to give a Webster's Dictionary. I'm going to tell you what my brain registers and tells me. So dilapidated pretty much means something that has been corrupt, something that has been torn down. Oh, shit, it's was, literally like nothing. Off. So perfect example could be a construction where like a construction zone they're breaking shit down and just like you know what it's dilapidated it's thrown in like apartments that just cave in it's dilapidated so um the word the way i want to use the word is i am letting go all dilapidated um relationships anything Mm. that has fallen down anything that is not of substance it has no foundation it cannot go where i'm going so dilapidated relationships friendships ways of thinking it's just it's over with Mm, dilapidated i was so wrong and, and i want to say too this is the first episode so i got to give y'all context so yana always drop these words on us randomly like casually like we supposed to know what they mean and then be like no no we're not about to skip past that what you just said did you just curse at me like if she used to use dilapidated dilapidated what 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 you called me but nah no nah, dilapidated using the sentence right I was working for like this startup company one time and like I got the hell out of there before it dilapidated. (laughs) 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 This guy (laughs) is hilarious. (laughs) This man is so funny, bro. That's an inside joke that we're not going to tell you. (laughs) Ever. Sorry, you're not in on the joke, guys. That was a great, great way to put that into a sentence. Woo! <laughs> that is. Now, nah, but I like the I like the way you used it when you're talking about like people being dilapidated or yeah. situations being dilapidated. It's dead situations. No, I like that. Yeah. I like that, and Thank I think you. you know sliding into to my part of the podcast. You know, when I give you guys some words of wisdom, like I, I think it's appropriate to, to use that word dilapidated because like oftentimes we would surround ourselves with people who don't even like us for real. You know what I'm saying? And we we'll know that people who don't have our best interests at heart and we know that. And then when they do something to us for real, you know what I'm saying? We can't help be mad because they showed us who they was the whole time, bro. People be dilapidated. Spirits. The intentions, you know what I'm saying? Be dilapidated. I have a question. What's the question? So I relate to that on so many levels about being around someone who may not like me, so to speak, mm-hmm. but it's not like a overtly way. It's like very like 
very condescending or very internal mm. you know it could be their personal transgressions uh, like pretty much in comparison of you know what i do who i am what i you know possess it could be so many things right so i want to ask y'all or whoever who wants to answer what are some things that you noticed in like someone's characteristics where you like bro you don't like me like what does that look like or feel like for you mm. so if a person is highlighting and this is like coming from being in a relationship with a person where you you might not like them and they might not like you because I didn't I didn't did that I've been with people I didn't like and vice versa. Um, why? That's a story for another time. But yeah, so like a people person just highlighting all of your negative qualities. You know what I'm saying? Like all the time, or if a person can't like let you like have a moment like if something good happens for you and instead of them like congratulating you they find some kind of way to take it and make it about them or the minimize or downplay what you just did like that person is somebody that you don't need around you like you know you want to be around people who consistently pour into you that's why i appreciate y'all and um i was just telling one of my friends about about y'all about like how i love hanging out and interacting with y'all because we constantly pour into each other like we constantly let each other know that we are a big deal because the world will beat you down and they have you believing a lot of things that's not true about yourself so it's always great to surround yourself with people who really honor you before me and freddie had a conversation one time when we were talking about that like it's, it's important to have people that honor you because you know it spirals off when the people around you honor you people from the outside gonna honor you because that energy just spreads and grows yeah. that's valid that's very valid so, yeah, i need yeah. you to worship me i don't know about all that yeah <laughs> i like that though because as i like me and uh clay we just recently <laughs> were working with each other i just let that job go um, but Me I would too. notice that anytime that I would be like in a room with someone and you were not present, mm -hmm. there was never any like conversation, like in a negative light. And even if someone was like upset with something that you may have done or not done, it's like, all right, tread lightly. Like that's my friend. Mm -hmm. So it's like, because I honor you in such a high regard, no one has the, the leeway to feel like they can disrespect you in front of me because I don't disrespect you in front of them mm -hmm. so i like that like that's i like that point of view yeah bro you feel me it's real and i feel like it's, that's a really great conversation to have because that's part of being good to you like being good to you is like being real with yourself and you know yeah. you around people who don't really like you they don't yeah. really stop hanging around them yeah like it's time to change your friend group yeah you know not even your friend group like your ecosystem in yeah, general yeah, like true. you we have the capacity whether you acknowledge it and realize it or not you literally make a decision every day what you allow mm -hmm. now some things are out of your control but someone calling you and they they as soon as you wake up and they're calling you and they talking about drama da, 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 you answer that phone call mm -hmm. you have that person thinking that it's okay for them to dump on you mm -hmm. and you're not setting clear boundaries with that person boundaries. and upholding them mm -hmm. so it's like we literally do decide who we want to engage with we decide who we want to hang with like you have access to say mm -hmm. you know what i'm a holler like i'm gonna see you when i see you ain't no love lost so people might not be able to take that that's on them and not it's on, on you. them yeah and once we start realizing that we don't have to make a decision that's feasible for other people and we're neglecting ourselves mm -hmm. and we're really being good to us right 
in every way, in every facet, then that's when you're really going to walk into your authority and you're going to be in alignment. People are going to literally magnetically come towards you who need to be in your life. Yeah, Hell, we right. all sitting at this table. We didn't, come on two now. years ago, we were not hanging out like this, at least not for me. Freddie was ignoring me on Twitter. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Let's get into it. We ain't got to get into it. My baby, you know I'm a little, you know, spicy. <laughs> I don't have a Twitter. I don't know. I don't know what he's talking about. I do not even have a Twitter. Oh, something on the line. Be good to you. Be good. No, I feel like that's that's very beautiful and very valid. And I think it is important to know that we have control over our environment, our ecosystem, and that we can. As as much as we can set those boundaries to let certain people out, you know, we can be more selective about the people that we let in. And it really starts with you, you know, and when it starts with you, it spirals off to other. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of letting people in. Oh. How do you feel about them letting or us letting the in my arena come in? Ooh, I see what you did there, sir. <laughs> I like what you did Ooh, there. I like what you did there. So for those who don't know, we are in savannah georgia and they have just put a new arena smack dab in the hood and of course we know that that's gentrification and there's a lot of negative connotations to that but it's also a lot of positive things that i can see so to answer that question i'll pop it off I definitely see the negative in the in the in the positive because I the neighborhood I grew up in has been gentrified. Like they tore down the house I used to stay in, and I look like they about to make it into a park or something. When I, every time I go in my old neighborhood, it just looks so different. It's not what it used to be. My house ain't even there. All those memories are gone, bro. Like I grew up in the house. Thank God, mom dudes took pictures. But um, I definitely see the negative aspect. But as a person who is in in, in uh, a person who is in entertainment, I see how big this is for savannah as far as when it comes to bringing more entertainment and we already got a lot of film people coming in and out you know filming and doing their thing but now we got a lot of more people doing concerts Mm -hmm. and this is really great opportunities for people you know like us to be able to expand our business because more money is coming into the city so we can definitely capitalize off of that what about y'all how y'all feel about it so i have a question but I'm going to answer yours, but then I'm going to end up ending out with a question, if that's okay. Yeah, so yeah. I feel, you know, multiple ways about the in-market arena. I think that it's a great thing because, like, I've heard some of the people that's coming in town as far as headliners. And I'm like, this is very rapid for Savannah. Like, usually there's, like, the Savannah Civic, Cent- Savannah Civic Center is having, like, a lot of people come for the, like, Black Heritage Festival in February. Or there's someone coming for the, you know, something going on for, like, Juneteenth. Or you don't have a lot of people that's just coming on, like, a random Friday night. It's to a point where people are like, I didn't know so-and-so was here. Like, that's what I'm used to already as been living in different places. So I love to see that my hometown is getting the access to be able to be front row and center. They don't have to travel you know three or four mm-hmm. hours out to be able to enjoy themselves and just have a great decent time enjoying music so in that um sense i think that it's beautiful and i also think that it's unfortunate that some people are going to be forced out of their neighborhoods they're at some point because if you have the in market arena then it's going to call for other properties to start building up so it can just be like that area it just makes sense you know for someone who wants to have buying power the whole block has to have that you can't just be one little area so as gentrification works you know that's literally what's the next steps of you don't own your houses like 
for people that's our age, start being more in the know of the family business. Who has the mortgage? Who has access to the deeds and stuff? Like, if it comes down to it, don't sell your property. Like, mm-hmm. property is inevitable. Like, if you have property, you really have some sort of power. Like, that's something that you can't ever lose. You know, you can lose money, you can lose, but land is there. So, I feel both ways about it. But one thing I definitely wanted to say, especially for people who are creatives, like a videographer, a journalist, you know, whoever, even people that's doing TikTok, like, think about it. You can literally say, hey, I have a thousand or I have 10,000 followers on TikTok. Let me come in every time that there's an event and let me just create this reel or let me just post this content. You have access to literally have a backstage pass. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of people as media, you have media credentials. So it's like it's going to be really, really, really big for people who are creatives. Like this is going to prove to to people like myself Do you really want what you want or you just want to go to L.A., Atlanta and all these other places and be a small fish in a big pond where you could be a big fish in a small pond and really make this work? So I say all that and then I wanted to pose the question, what would gentrification not look like? Like, for example, Carver Village is where the M Market Arena is housed and located. Right. So... Would it have been different if it was a black-owned in-market arena or if it was all black, you know... Investors. Investors. Like, what exactly makes something gentrified? Because we say that so much. Cheap land. Right. Right. So, cheap land. But, however, what I'm saying is... and, And correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that black communities equate to poor communities i don't think that black communities equate to cheap land i don't think that these things always mean that that's number one number two is when you have infrastructure that's coming in it's creating more jobs creating more revenue creating more you know people coming in to visit you have more everything is starting to happen you know you're just creating a surplus of success how is that always gentrification if it's in a neighborhood that looks like carver village or it's on the west side or it's in the under underfunded community but let's say that all the different people buy the block bag like what exactly is gentrification in this sense what if we do that now that's what i'm saying but it's still at some point the in market arena is still there that's still gentrifying the neighborhood right yeah it is it's for this this conversation really made me think about i was watching uh club shay shay's the podcast and he had name dash on it and Dame Dash talked about it. He was just saying, like, how we're just was programmed to have the mentality. Or oh, was it Dame Dash? I forgot who it was. Mm-hmm. But they, whoever it was, they were saying we are programmed to have the mentality to get up off the hood, get up out the hood, get up out the hood, go move over here, and not to value the neighborhoods that we grew up right. in. Meanwhile, while we're, too, we're busy getting up out, people who actually know a little something something is investing in these things you know investing into these neighborhoods and they're buying up these homes so when places like in market arena come around and they have to buy you out you know what i'm saying they have to pay you the move they got to pay for your house if you own it because that's what happened in my own neighborhood they paid my mom and them to move you know what i'm saying like because you own it you get a little piece of that you know what i'm saying so you know in that interview was just he was just really suggesting what you're saying like like why not we invest in our own neighbors buy our blocks back right you, know? you feel me why not we do our own in marketing arenas and even if 
uh, you know, someone do come with a, a business proposal such as that, we would still benefit from it a lot right. more in a way. Yeah. Build stores around it. That's what I was more yeah. so saying. I was more so saying, like, there can be the this this high rise that comes upon someone's block and they used to that used to be that old bus stop, you know, growing up. But at a certain point that could be that one thing that's like a skyscraper building. But if at the the next few, you know, doors down is all black owned businesses, is that still justification? And I say no. The reason why I say no is because it's us that's pouring into us. Right, but if value. it's any other way, it's still currency. It's a still a currency flow. You understand? Right. Like if we take people out of the equation, it's still value. It's right. still monetary value. So I think that like for for people in general, we don't need to get so caught up in oh, it's justification. Like what can we do to put our communities in these situations so that we're in the number and it's not always classified as justification, but it's still where we have a high market. We have you know buildings and businesses that we own the duplex we own this stuff yeah. where the corner store is black owned we have we, we have a black male we have a black man who owns a gas station here so like we need to be able to highlight us more we need to be able to say you know what i have a contract with the city i'm going to bring in five people in five different areas and we're going to all come together to see how we can buy back our block or we can be in the room to vote on these decisions on who gets first dibs mm -hmm. you know and i feel like i just answered my own question but ultimately i feel like gentrification is such a overused term yeah when we're not proactive behind those words yeah like, what are we it's, really doing so in essence what i'm getting from what you're saying which i totally agree is gentrification is what it is but right. how can we use what we have to leverage that in our benefit right yeah yeah Damn, you just really summed up all of my words. But, yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, I, I I recently just went. So, yeah, what's your take? My take on it is mm -hmm. I'm with I, I'm going to take the route of it's going to bring value to the community and all you all you got to do is fix your community up and if you ain't in the community, come in the community and you know, if you want to make some profit, you already know what's going on. You ain't right. got to sit here and wait for somebody to take over the community. Right. Just right. go ahead and start setting up Like, shop. save yourself. No one's coming to save you. Even if right. it's something you know? small, like pulling your food truck in front of it, trying to figure out how you get food trucks on the strip and shut down the road. Yeah. And uh, finding the parking spaces, you know, buying right. a lot for a parking space right nearby. Right. Yeah. Taking tours. I mean, you driving people up there. You ain't even got to be by the stadium. Right. That's valid. You want to know the craziest thing about it? Is that they propose these things so far in advance, years in advance. So I, yeah. I remember one of the homies was telling me he was really big in the local politics, and he was telling me he was excited. Man, they just Savannah just got their twenty year plan. Well, they about to build an arena in a, in a few couple of years. We about to get a hockey team. Yeah. We about, like so like a lot of these things. This was like it's foretold. It's like it's foretold. They tell you what they about to do way before it happens. Mm -hmm. So it's like we can find ways to first of all get in tune with what's going on in our cities on the um, political and business level and start to put ourselves in positions where we can win 
Yeah, put ourselves in in the mix. If you're a taxpaying citizen, you have a right to know what's going on. You need to know where your dollars are going. You want to know if it's helping with the elders. You know, you want to know if it's helping with the minorities, if it's helping with local small businesses, if it's helping with youth. You know, you should want to be a well-rounded citizen where you like, you know what, a resident, shall I say, and know what's going on. So town hall meetings and stuff, I know that may be boring for some, but I think that the new age town hall is Facebook. You know, for, for, for people like people find out what bills are being passed because they want to make a column about complaining or they want to just, you know, not even complain, just share their differences. But your difference, it does matter on social media. But let's take that a step ahead. You know, let's actually be in these rooms where, you know, if it came down to, you knowing someone could, you know, be of. You know, you know somebody who does painting. If you know, I know somebody out here knows somebody with a pressure washer. I know people out here, if we join up and we really come together, there's no reason why we can't be in these same conversations and these same bills to be passed. Mm-hmm. You know, that's all. Straight up. And I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a person who like to have fun. So just enjoy your environment. If you mm-hmm. realize there's something going on bad and you can't fix it, leave it alone. Yeah. You ain't going to do nothing but make the situation worse. Yeah. But change is not bad. Like, that's ultimately, like, what I was saying earlier. I was trying to say, like, everything, newness is scary for a lot of people. Like, thinking about something that's never, ever, ever happened, or at least not for them, it is, like, a mind fuck. So, I think that a lot of people who may initially have one thought about it, let's just say that they don't care about the acts that's coming, but then they have someone that finally comes and that pushes them in the room. And they're like, you know what? I have a change of heart. So I think that that's going to be over time what we see with the in-market arena in general or in, 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 in particular. But, you know, in-market arena, I feel like it's here to stay. I don't think they had the Civic Center yeah. anymore. Like yeah, I, yeah, man. Yeah, so so all the promoters who do anything, I let your boy. You know what I'm saying? I I open up. You feel me? We could bring the band Same. out. We'll blow their face off. Just just gotta throw myself. Shameless plug. Shameless oh. plug. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. <laughs> but um, oh. and if you got kids. We got Disney on nights coming what? Ooh. The whole weekend of uh what? Like March seventeenth or the twentieth? I think so, yeah. Oh, nice. Um, nice. Yeah. So I buy I bought tickets. I bought them front row. Bruh, front um, row. Come on now. I, I saw I saw the show in Charleston. Flex. It was Come amazing on. now. It was amazing. Was like, they coming to Savannah. It's, it was they they flying all in the air and stuff. Oh word. Yeah, it's it's going crazy. So it's a show play. show. So but I also bought a second pair. Ooh, you bought a second pair of tickets, sir. Big baller. Freddie be baller. Big No, no, no. No, front row. Front row, though. They you got already seen it. Front row, so you might want to bring your jacket because we're giving these ones away. <laughs> bring your we jacket. We're giving them away. Bring, yeah, we're giving them away. Okay. It's, so there's a giveaway. It's a giveaway. Okay. It's okay. a giveaway. It's a, it's a giveaway. We're going to always be giving stuff away. Yeah, we are. I'm going to call it. Flowers with Freddie. Yeah. Flowers with Freddie. I love that. <laughs> mm-hmm. So so we gonna look forward to Flowers with Freddie fairly often. Yeah. Uh it, it might not necessarily be flowers. Yeah. Well, let me actually tell you where I get the term from. So I get it because I like I actually like flowers for real. Like I get flowers not like every weekend or nothing like that. Like Anytime I just got my mind like I should get somebody some flowers like my mama. Mm-hmm. I gave my mama flowers like Valentine's Day one time. I gave her like uh, a photo that I bought from like an artist here. 
named Emerald. Shout out to Emerald. Shout out. Yeah, shout out to Emerald. And I put flowers on top of it. And mm-hmm. it's just like two like um like women. black women. With the heads, I have that same piece, bro, hanging up in the room. Right. So that's I thought dope. I thought that was cool. Like, you yeah, know. That's dope. Because my mom always, you know, she loved hair, so but she got dressed now, but that's another topic. Yes. But and I get my flowers from John Davis too. So, you know, if y'all know John Davis, he he on Applecorn. He go crazy. Go get them. But I like to get flowers. So I feel like, you know, the name Flowers with Freddie just, you know, just captures the uh, essence of me giving things away. I love that. Okay. Double entendre. <laughs> double entendre. Okay. Double meaning. That's what's up. So, like, for real, for real, if y'all are interested, there's two tickets that we are giving away courtesy of Flowers with Freddie and Be Good to You Foundation. And mm-hmm. the tickets are for Saturday, March 19th at the, it's at the M Market Arena, correct? Market Arena. So, beautiful, beautiful. So, if you all are interested on our Instagram, you can find out more about the contest in order to win. Um, two people, so a mom and a daughter or a dad or, you know, and a son, whoever, whatever, Make sure that you are going out and spending time with your babies or whatever, because I heard it's gonna be a great show. Oh yeah, it's a good show. A you, great you show. Yeah, I actually really want to go. Like, <laughs> oh no, like you, when you said in the ages. air, it's I'm good so for all ages. It's, it's like uh, the circus kind. Is it really cold though? Oh no, it's cold. Like oh. when uh, when um, what's the name off of Frozen? Um, oh girl, let old it, girl, let yeah, let old go, girl. girl. When old girl come out, yeah. And say, no one knows. <laughs> it snows oh, in really? the building. Oh, I don't know if really Emma nice. got that capability. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Charlotte did. <laughs> but, you Ooh, know, shake. just know. Just know. I'm excited. I want to go. I want to go. Just know. So, wait, who all has children? Just so I can see, read the room real quick. Who has kids? Me. Just you. Just me. Just you. I have a lot of sons. I have a, a genius on my hands. That's okay. What's up. You do. You do. I'm ready for it too. Straight yes. up, we going to Mars. Yeah, straight up. <laughs> you got your ticket. I heard they backlog the for years. Yeah. Oh no 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 no! I'm gonna be on the like parents like, you know, when you work at the Marriott and you get the friends and explorers <laughs> rate. Yeah. I'm gonna get that one. I feel it. So I'm gonna just. I don't know how I much yet. It. I feel it. I feel it. She gonna be working. And she yeah. yeah. I feel that. I feel that. I feel it. <laughs> you gonna work the girl. <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, dad, you want to go tomorrow? I got you. Yeah, make you a, make a baby call. Girl, it's cool if you work at the hotel. Just give us discounts, baby. <laughs> I love you. You're an amazing child. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lord, have that's mercy. Funny, Be bro. good to your daughter. Be good to her. Man, this has been a wonderful conversation. I love y'all, man. We love you. Yeah, we love you too, Clay. We and I... <sighs> I, I love the oh, listeners. I love the listeners as well because this is just so beautiful, man. We actually did this, man. This is our first episode. I, and I, I can't wait to hear how the people feel about this. I know they're going to enjoy it just as much as we enjoy giving it to them. Yes. Yeah, so, like, ladies and gentlemen, like, expect more beautiful things from the Be Good You Foundation. Expect more beautiful things from us collectively and individually because we all do our thing. You hear what I'm saying? We all do our thing. And please be sure to follow us everywhere at the Be Good to You Foundation. You, you give them the handle, John. I don't want to say it wrong because 
I yeah, mean, Yana said everything right. She way. said everything she the right way with her vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> Monolithic. Good one. What's the Good other one? one she said? I forgot the word already. Dilapidated. 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 I'm going to hit y'all over the head with these Dilapidated. words. Dilapidated. I hope y'all are ready for Wait, this. Wait, dilapidate kind of sound like something you could slap somebody with. Dilapidate. I wish I could. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> you said it out loud. Uh, 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 on the game, on the game. But no, for real, the, the social media for for you to follow us is the letter B, good, to the number two, the letter U. Is that a letter? Yeah, foundation. So be good to you, foundation is our Instagram. Make sure that you not only are following us, but you are using the hashtag be good to you. Of course, Clay has a beautiful, beautiful evergreen album album that is out now, which is self-titled. Well, not self-titled, but it's titled Be Good to You. So we want you to be a well-rounded supporter, support the album, support the foundation, the social media, and of course, the podcast. Yes. And until next time. Peace. Peace.